0: Another big foreign policy challenge for the next president, whoever it is, uh, has to do with Ukraine and Russia. I want to play a clip from your former boss uh, from an interview. This is how he said he would handle Putin's uh, and how he would resolve the conflict in Ukraine uh, when it comes to Russia's invasion uh, illegal war against the ukrainian people take a listen i would get him into a room i'd get Zelensky into a room then i'd bring them together and i'd have a deal worked out i would get a deal worked out i mean bringing putin into a room bringing Zelensky in a room i would have a deal worked out do you consider that a serious answer to the question of how to end this war
1: the only way this war would end in a day is my former running mate says if you let 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 Vladimir Putin have what he wants, uh, which, frankly, other candidates uh, for the Republican nomination are advocating as well. Look, I, I want to be clear. I think Joe Biden's done a terrible job explaining our national interest in in giving Ukraine what they need to repel that Russian invasion. Uh, look, I, I, I mean, it, it's not about these gauzy speeches that President Biden gives about democracy. It's that I know uh, that if Vladimir Putin overruns Ukraine. It will not be long, Jake, before he crosses the border of a country where our men and women in uniform will be required to fight under Article 5 in the NATO treaty. So I I stand on that old Reagan doctrine that if you're willing to fight our enemies with your soldiers on your soil, we'll give you the means to fight them there so we don't have to fight them. So you've been uh, courting evangelical uh, voters this weekend,
0: emphasizing your faith and your, your values. This comes at the same time. Uh, as a profile has appeared in The Atlantic, where Republican Senator Mitt Romney uh, is quoted saying that when it came to your actions as Donald Trump's vice president, nobody had been, quote, more willing to smile when he saw absurdities, more willing to ascribe God's will to things that were ungodly than Mike Pence, unquote. W- what do you say to that? Do you think that you used your faith to justify ungodly things as vice president, as Mitt Romney uh, believes?
1: You know, when that phone rang in 2016, my wife and I went to prayer about the invitation to join the national ticket. I believe we were called to serve. And I'm incredibly proud of the record of the Trump-Pence administration. And in in just those four short years, we rebuilt our military, revived our economy, and appointed three conservatives to our courts uh, that gave us a new beginning uh, for the right to life. Look, Mitt Romney has no idea what I was doing in the administration. I haven't talked to Mitt Romney uh, for years. And, uh, you know, I, I think he can go off into retirement. I know he was even critical of his old running mate, Paul Ryan, in the pages of that book. So I I, I, I know the stands that we took. I know the stands that, uh, that we maintained. And I'll, I'll always believe that we were called to that fight. And I, I believe in this moment that my family's called now to step forward here in Iowa.
0: On Capitol Hill right now, Speaker McCarthy is struggling to unite House Republicans behind a plan to avert a government shutdown. He's facing a revolt by some more conservative members of his conference who are demanding major concessions uh, when it comes to spending, threatening to oust him as speaker if he does not comply. Do you think that the House Freedom Caucus uh, should hold the line uh, and keep pushing McCarthy, even if it means a a government shutdown, uh, or do you think a shutdown would be a mistake?
1: Look, I think House conservatives are the last line of defense for taxpayers in Washington, D.C., and I strongly support their effort to stand firm and demand the kind of budget cuts necessary to make a small down payment on fiscal responsibility and reform. You remember back in the day, Jake, after Hurricane Katrina, I led the effort. We stood firm. We demanded the offsets, and that was the last time that there was major deficit reduction actually in Washington, D.C. I think they should stand firm. They should get as much as they possibly can. But at the end of the day, we're still talking about nickels and dimes, Jake. Uh, We've got to have leadership in the White House, different than Joe Biden, whose policy is insolvency, uh, different than Donald Trump, whose position is exactly the same as Joe Biden. We, We can't have people in the White House that ignore that debt crisis. If I'm president of the United States, I will lead for those kind of reforms. Uh, that will preserve Social Security and Medicare and set our nation back on a path toward a balanced federal budget.
0: I want to play something else that former President Trump said on Friday night. Take a listen.
1: Crooked Joe Biden and the radical left thugs who have
0: weaponized law enforcement to arrest their leading political opponent, leading by a lot, including Obama. Was, I'll tell you what, you take a look at Obama and take a look at some of the things that he's done, this is the same thing. In addition to seeming to confuse Obama and Biden, um, the president, the former president, also went on to say that re-electing Joe Biden would lead to World War II, uh, which, of course, is a war that already happened. Um, if Joe Biden had made comments like that, Republicans would be all over it, talking about his, his age, his mental fitness, his sharpness, his acuity. The DeSantis camp has already tweeted that clip out. Uh, you have said that, in your view, Biden has lost a step. Do you think that 77-year-old Donald Trump has lost a step as well?
1: Well, I I didn't hear the speech, uh, so I'd leave it to judgments of others. But I've said very clearly, we don't need a president who's too old, and we don't need a president who's too young. You know, I'm in this race because I I believe that I, I will bring the experience, the energy, and the commitment to a consistent conservative agenda that's going to be necessary to turn around the failed policies of the Biden administration that have weakened us at home and abroad. I think, as I, as I said a week ago in New Hampshire, Jake, I think we've come to a Republican time for choosing. I mean, when, when Donald Trump ran for president in 2016, he promised to govern as a conservative. For four years, we did govern as conservatives. But today, Donald Trump makes no such promise. Uh, He's embracing the politics of appeasement on the world stage, walking away from our role as leader in the free world. He's willing to ignore the debt crisis facing Americans, uh, and he wants to marginalize the right to life. I think as people come to know us, as we continue to travel here in Iowa and New Hampshire and other states around the country, uh, they can see that I am the most consistent and the most qualified conservative. I'm going to be ready to lead on day one, put those policies back into effect that have not just secured victory for the Republican Party, Jake, but more important than that, they've achieved real prosperity and real uh, security for the American people, and they will again starting in 2025.
0: Just to clarify, is 77
1: too old to be president? I I think that's a judgment for voters. (laughs) I, I trust voters to make their decision, whether it be the mental competency of people or whether it be their age or energy level. I, I, again, I say to you, we don't need a president who's too old. We don't need a president who's too young. We need a president with the experience and the commitment of the conservative agenda that I bring.
0: Last question, sir. Uh, the medical community would certainly herald Operation Warp Speed as one of the... the uh unqualified successes uh, of the trump pence administration the fda and cdc uh, formally approved a new COVID booster shot this week they're encouraging all americans six months and older to get it are you going to get your booster shot
1: you know we haven't made a decision on that yet as a family but i i think every family ought to make those decisions i mean let's be very clear I'm, i'm incredibly proud of what the american people accomplished during the worst pandemic in 100 years. And the fact that American innovation developed not just therapeutics, but three safe and effective vaccines was a medical miracle. But let's, let's, let's put a point on that. Joe Biden was wrong to mandate uh, those vaccines. And I think it's one of the reasons why vaccines have been caught up uh, in, in the, it, it become a political football, Jake. It never should be. Frankly, we ought to take the vaccine mandate off of healthcare workers in this country. Uh, And and I I think every American should just evaluate their own condition, their own family's health, make those own decisions, but never, ever again should we be mandating vaccines in a situation like we went through in 2020.
0: Vice President Mike Pence on the campaign trail in Iowa, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Uh, Good luck out there. Have fun.
1: Thank you, Jake.